The following is a CJBT Productions podcast. This is the Music History Today Weekly Edition Podcast number 196, the free version. This week, we go over the news and charts, and we make the case for putting Don Cornelius into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. A couple pieces of podcast business to get out of the way before we begin. The first is that I am doing both free and paid subscription podcasts. As for the free podcasts that you will still find on whatever podcasting platform that you're listening to me on right now, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, CastBox, whichever, I will still be doing the daily Music History Today podcast where I'll still go over the music history and birthdays for that particular date. Those podcasts will still be every day for the entire year and for years to come. I will also still be doing the weekly edition and the EDM podcasts for free. However, the free versions, like the one you're listening to me on right now, will only have the news, the charts, and the Hall of Fame segments. I'll explain why in about 30 seconds or so. There will also be a free Friday podcast that I will post every Friday, which will be a podcast highlight show where I take some segments from the past week's podcast along with giving you a preview of some upcoming podcasts. Now for the paid part. I now have OnlyFans and Patreon paid subscription pages. On the Patreon page, I have a couple of tiers at the moment. Tier 1 gives you the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition podcast, and the full version of the EDM podcast, which will both have the news, the charts, the Hall of Fame, the music reviews, the topic segments, in other words, the usual podcasts that you were getting before for free. I will also be adding a minimum of four extra podcasts per month on this particular tier, being Tier 1. Those podcasts on this tier will be the Top Albums podcast, the Top Singles podcast, and the Top Dance Songs podcast, with each of those podcasts dropping one episode per month. The Music Halls of Fame podcast, which used to be free and weekly, will now be moving to this tier and will be a monthly podcast. Tier 1 will cost $5 per month. There may also be another special podcast added for that tier. It depends on the month, just to even things out. But... Those four podcasts that I just mentioned are guaranteed each month. That's a minimum of 10 podcasts a week, 
with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Wednesday. One of those podcasts, of course, being the daily one. For Tier 2, you will get the Music History Today daily podcast, the full versions of the weekly edition and the EDM podcast, along with all of the other paid podcasts from Tier 1, along with a minimum of at least four additional podcasts per month for this tier only. Tier 2 is $10 per month, and it will actually be five podcasts per month. The additional podcasts on this tier are the Top Dance Songs by Decade podcast, the Award Show History podcast, and the Music and Concert Venues podcast. I am also adding another monthly podcast to this tier called the Music's WTF Moments podcast, where I look at some of the controversial, sad, and strange moments in music history. Each of those four podcasts will drop one episode per month. The Music History Today In-Depth podcast will no longer be part of the free lineup. It will be a paid podcast on this particular tier, but it will still be a weekly podcast. Much like Tier 1, it all depends on the month, but those five podcasts are guaranteed each month for Tier 2 only. That's a minimum of 12 podcasts a week, with two podcasts dropping every Monday through Friday most weeks, and that tier, again, is $10 per month. As far as the OnlyFans page goes, that is a $10 per month subscription, which will have all of the podcasts that I just mentioned because it is fashioned after the Tier 2 podcasts. So, if you have enjoyed my podcasts or you find value in the time and effort that I put into making them, then I hope that you will consider joining my Patreon or OnlyFans pages. I will post the links to all of that in the show notes. On to the news while still trying to figure out why Lil Uzi Vert embedded a $24 million diamond into his forehead like Vision from the Marvel Universe. Seriously, that has now happened. It's a strange world we live in these days. Anyway... It's award season, which means it's time for some nominations. The Golden Globe nominations were announced. As far as the musical awards go, uh, Hamilton was nominated for Best Motion Picture, Musical, or Comedy, while Lin-Manuel Miranda was nominated for Best Actor. As far as the actual music categories went, the nominees are Best Original Score, Motion Picture, The Midnight Sky, Tenet, News of the World, Mank, and Soul. Best Original Song, Motion Picture, Judas and the Black Messiah, The Trial of the Chicago 7, The Life Ahead, One Night in Miami, and The United States vs. Billie Holiday. The NAACP Image Award nominations have been announced. Musically, the nominees are for Outstanding New Artist, Chica, Doja Cat, D Smoke, Giveon, and Skip Marley. Outstanding Male Artist, Big Sean, Black Thought, 
Charlie Wilson, Drake, and John Legend. Outstanding female artist, Beyonce, E.R., Jasmine Sullivan, Ladisi, Alicia Keys. Outstanding music video slash visual album. I Can't Breathe from Her. Anything for you from Ladisi or Ledisi, depending on how you pronounce it. Black is King from Beyonce. Brown, eye, uh, brown Skin Girl from Beyonce. And Do It from Chloe and Haley. Outstanding album, Alicia Keys, Brandy, John Legend, Janae Aiko, Ladisi. Outstanding soundtrack compilation album, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Insecure, music from the HBO original series, Jingle Jangle, A Christmas Journey, and Soul, the original motion picture soundtrack, and the First Ladies of Gospel, the Clark Sisters biopic soundtrack. Outstanding Gospel Christian album, Marvin Sapp, P.J. Morton, Corin Hawthorne, or Hawthorne, I should say, Kiera Shared, and the Clark Sisters. Outstanding Gospel Christian song, P.J. Morton, C.C. Winans, Kiera Shared, featuring Tasha Cobbs, Leonard, Kirk Franklin, Tamala Mann. Outstanding Jazz Album, Christian Sands, John Baptiste, Emmanuel Wilkins, George Burton, and Barry Stephenson. Outstanding Jazz Album, Nathan Mitchell, Somi, Mike Phillips, Jeff Bradshaw, and The Eddie. That's from the Netflix original series. Outstanding soul R&B songs are from Her, Lettucey, Janae Aiko, Beyonce, and Chloe and Halle. And yes, I'm pronouncing Lettucey and Ladisi in different ways to cover everybody because everybody pronounces it differently. Go figure. Outstanding hip-hop rap song, Big Sean, Megan Thee Stallion featuring Beyonce, Missy Misdemeanor Elliott, Drake, and Future and Drake. An outstanding duo, group, or collaboration, Alicia Keys and Jill Scott, Chloe and Haley, Jimmy Jam and Terry Lewis with Babyface, Kem and Tony Braxton, and Lettucey and P.J. Morton. Outstanding duo, group, or collaboration contemporary. Alicia Keys and Khalid, Big Sean and Nipsey Hussle, Chloe and Haley, Janae Aiko and Her, and Megan Thee Stallion and Beyonce. Outstanding international song, Buju Banton, Original Coffee, Original Coffee featuring Buju Banton, Davido featuring Tiwa Savage and Tiwa Savage. Outstanding producer, Donald Lawrence, Hit Boy, Jathan Wilson, Sean Keyes, and TM88. The nominations for the Nickelodeon Kids' Choice Awards were announced. Those awards are actually going to get handed out on March 13th. Musically, the nominees are for Favorite Female Artist. Ariana Grande, Beyonce, Billie Eilish, Katy Perry, Selena Gomez, and Taylor Swift. Favorite male artist, Drake, Harry Styles, Justin Bieber, Post Malone, Shawn Mendes, and The Weeknd. 
favorite music group, the Black Eyed Peas, Black Pink, BTS, Jonas Brothers, Maroon 5, and One Republic, and favorite collaboration, Marshmello and Halsey, Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper, Black Pink and Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber and Benny Blanco, Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande, and Ariana Grande and Justin Bieber. Favorite song, The Weeknd, Taylor Swift, BTS, Drake, Shawn Mendes, and Justin Bieber. The British Academy of Film released its list of Phase 2 of its nominations lists. From here, they will decide on the five nominations that will make the finals list, and out of those five, the winners will be chosen. Musically, the 15 that are being considered for Best Original Film Score are Ammonite, The Five Bloods, David Attenborough, A Life on Our Planet, Hillbilly Elegy, The Little Things, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, Mank, The Midnight Sky, Minari, News of the World, Promising Young Woman, St. Maud, Soul, Tenet, and The Trial of the Chicago Seven. In case you were wondering, after all of those nominations, when the Academy Award nominations will be handed out, since we're a little late on that this year. Thank you, COVID. Those, a.k.a. the Oscars, will be announced on March 15th. The actual Academy Award ceremony is April 25th this year because of COVID restrictions. In earnings news, Warner Music Group announced that its earnings rose 6% last quarter. Meanwhile, Sirius XM announced that its earnings rose 13% last quarter. Meanwhile, Spotify added 11 million paid subscribers last quarter. Sony profits surged 70% last quarter. So, good news for the music industry, so far this year at least. In lawsuit news, Taylor Swift is being sued by Evermore Theme Park in Utah for trademark infringement over her Evermore album title. It would seem the theme park needs some money, I guess. Court documents that were recently released have revealed that Kanye West is being sued by his Sunday service employees. His employees, including the singers, dancers, etc., etc., claim in the suit that was filed last summer that Kanye actually never paid them. No word as to whether that has actually been resolved as of this moment. T.J. Osborne of the Osborne, or the Brothers Osborne, became the first country music artist to officially come out as gay. Evan Rachel Wood has accused Marilyn Manson of manipulating and brainwashing her and abusing her during their relationship. The allegations, which were posted on her Instagram page, led for other women to accuse him of abuse as well. Marilyn Manson's record label, Loma Vista, has dropped him, saying that they won't be doing any projects with him in the future. His agency, CAA, has also dropped him. In response, Marilyn Manson issued a response to the allegations, quote, Obviously, my art and my life have long been magnets for controversy, but these recent claims about me are horrible distortions of reality. 
My intimate relationships have always been entirely consensual with like-minded partners, regardless of how and why others are now choosing to misrepresent the past. That is the truth. End quote. Meanwhile, Morgan Whalen is in a bit of a pseudo-career freefall, at least, and I'll explain why pseudo in a minute, after he was caught on camera last week saying a lot of things that I won't say here, including using the N-word. Hard R, no less. That led to his record label saying that his contract has been suspended, not dropped, Radio stations and streaming stations like iHeartRadio taking him off of their services and refusing to play his songs, although Apple Music and Amazon have done the same thing, but you can still buy his music, which I will get to in a second as well. Morgan has also been dropped by his agency, WME, and the Academy of Country Music took him off of their website and ruled him ineligible for their awards. However, in spite of all of that, he actually has five of the top ten songs and four of the top ten albums on iTunes this week. The four albums being his two original albums, plus one special edition of Dangerous the Double Album, and an EP, which brings me to this mini-topic segment. It might seem from a distance like Morgan is being punished harshly and that it's his first time in trouble. It is not. Morgan's had to do the public relations mea culpa tour at least three other times for various things, so maybe the country music gods are finally done with his BS. My feeling, though, is that all of these actions are strictly temporary. For instance, his record label suspended his contract. They didn't drop it. All of these other radio stations will put him back on their services once things in the public media cool down in about a month or two. And if you don't believe me, just go back a couple years because the same thing happened when the Michael Jackson documentary came out in 2019. The usual response is you feign outrage, you put out these public relations statements saying how very upset you are and that you will pull all their music off of the stations or drop them as clients. Then you just wait for the Fuhrer to die down and then quietly add their music back. It's all in the name of public relations because music companies are corporate entities now, in case you haven't figured it out. Plus, Country music has had a racial problem for decades. So some of this is just the industry trying to make people think that they won't tolerate outright racist behavior. If Morgan was some nobody country singer, then his career would pretty much have been done already. Especially in the first couple of times that he got into trouble, he wouldn't have been worth anything to anybody. However, he is not some nobody. He is a big-time country crossover artist with a number one album that's actually selling better now, especially now that he's been punished. So really, no one's learned a damn thing. In short, Morgan Whalen is a cash cow to these companies, so expect a career redemption tour once touring comes back. 
And yes, it does sound cynical, but that's the way the world works, especially when it comes to this type of stuff. Also, something to note. While seven of the iTunes top tens are by Morgan, actually five of the top tens right now, there's one song in the top ten that's worth looking at. MAGA, and by MAGA I mean Make America Great Again, Trump, rapper Tom McDonald has two songs in the top ten right now. Tom was actually number one for most of last week with a song called Fake Woke which is mainly a white grievance song that talks about how, among other things, Black Lives Matter is stupid, etc., etc. The fact that he's using a genre that was started by black people in order to insult black people makes it actually even more insulting. Yet, this song was number one on iTunes for most of last week until a guy who used the N-word replaced him for a day. Cardi B is now number one, which is kind of somewhat appropriate when you think about it. And that is where we are as a nation at the moment. Racism sells, especially after the Capitol insurrection. You didn't think that 2020 was officially over yet, did you, just because the calendar turned? New Year, same routine. Sad, but not really all that shocking when you think about it. Let's move on to some other news. Tony Bennett's representatives announced that the legendary singer is battling Alzheimer's disease. Atlanta rapper Salento, who had a hit with the song Watch Me Whip, now watch me nay nay, has been arrested and charged with the murder of his cousin back in December. There are some passings to talk about this week. First off, rest in peace to Double K. Rapper Double K, whose real name was Michael Turner, was half of the L.A. rap duo People Under the Stairs, who have been very influential to the underground West Coast hip-hop scene since 1997. Among the new generation who the group inspired was the late, great Mac Miller. Double K's cause of death was not announced. Double K was 43. Rest in peace to Ricky Powell. Ricky was the photographer who chronicled the 80s and 90s hip-hop scene, especially on the East Coast. Because of how much he worked with the Beastie Boys, he was known as the honorary fourth Beastie. Ricky's cause of death was not announced. Photographer Ricky Powell was 59 years old. Rest in peace to Duke Booty. Duke was the co-writer and producer of Grandmaster Flash's iconic hip-hop song, The Message. Duke passed away from heart failure. Duke Booty was 69 years old. Rest in peace to Danny Ray. Danny was the MC in James Brown's band. He was also the guy who would put the cape on James during the performance of Please, 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 where James would strut off stage and then halfway off the stage he would shake off the cape and then run back to the mic. Danny's cause of death was not announced. Danny Ray was in his 70s. Rest in peace to Jim Weatherly. 
Jim was a prolific songwriter whose most popular work was the Gladys Knight and the Pips classic song, Midnight Train to Georgia. Jim passed away from natural causes. Jim Weatherly was 77 years old. And rest in peace to Stefan Kusch. Stefan was one of the main vocalists and co-founders of the British folk punk band The Men They Couldn't Hang. The group had a hit album in Great Britain in 1989 with their album Silvertown. They were also popular on the British indie rock scene. Stefan passed away from a heart attack. Stefan Kusch was 60 years old. is Black History Month here in America, so let us make the case for putting one of the greatest behind-the-scenes people in the African-American music community into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Normally, I make the case for putting someone into the performer category, but this time around, I'm going to make the case for putting someone into the non-performer category. The sad thing is that I have to make the case for him because he should have been in the hall a very, very long time ago. And I now have to beat the drum yet again for a man who was important and influential to R&B, dance, and funk music. Dick Clark hosted the teen dance show American Bandstand for over three decades. During that time, he turned many recording artists into stars, sometimes while profiting from their recordings themselves. Hence, his involvement in the payola scandal that took down Cleveland DJ Alan Freed. For Clark's efforts and influence on rock and roll, he was inducted into the hall in 1993. His R&B counterpart has never been, at least as of yet. Don Cornelius was the host and creator of Soul Train. The show, which ran for 35 years, was as much a part of black America as Ebony and Jet Magazine back in the day. It helped disco gain a wider audience, helped make stars out of the Jackson 5 and a hell of a lot of other acts, Even white artists who were savvy enough to show up gained a wider audience, like Tina Marie, Sheena Easton, and Elton John, just to name a few. The show gave the world the Soul Train line dance, the spelling board, and those fabulous Soul Train dancers. And that was all due to host Don Cornelius, also the creator of Soul Train, who gave us peace, love, and and soul. And yet, for all of his efforts and influence on not only R&B, dance, and funk, but on music in general, there's been no love from the Hall voters whatsoever, especially since he is eligible in the non-performers category. And that is shameful, because if you put Dick Clark in then you absolutely need to put in Don Cornelius into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 
in the non-performer category. to the charts for the week and yes Morgan Whalen's going to be said a lot this week especially since his selling surge after his little issue with racism also I'm going to say Olivia Rodrigo's name an awful lot so let's begin where we always begin Billboard and oh by the way Morgan Whalen's got the number one album That's Dangerous, the double album, and Olivia Rodrigo as a number one single with driver's license. Top artist, Morgan Whalen. Top social media artist, though, is BTS. Top streaming song is Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. That also happens to be the top digital sales song for the week. The top sales album and the top current sales album is, yeah, Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album. Top Catalog Sales Album, Queen's Greatest Hits, Top Independent Album, Bad Bunny's El Ultimo Tour del Mundo, and Top Vinyl Album is Taylor Swift's Folklore. Top Pop Song is Ariana Grande's Positions, Top Adult Contemporary Song is The Weeknd's Blinding Lights, and Top Adult Pop Song is Justin Bieber and Chance the Rapper's Holy. On the country charts, Morgan Dominates except for one area. Top album, of course, is Dangerous, the double album. Top streaming song and digital sales song is Morgan's Wasted on You. However, he does not have the top overall country song. That goes to Luke Combs with Better Together. On the rock charts, top rock song is 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood. Top rock album, Machine Gun Kelly's Tickets to My Downfall. Top rock streaming song is Machine Gun Kelly and Black Bear with My Ex's Best Friend. Top rock digital sales song is State of Mind and No Resolve with The Thunder Rolls. Top hard rock album is Queen's Greatest Hits. Top hard rock song is State of Mind and No Resolve's The Thunder Rolls. Top hard rock streaming song is Bring Me the Horizon with Can You Feel My Heart. And top hard rock digital sales song is State of Mind and No Resolve with The Thunder Rolls. On the alternative charts for yet another week, top alternative song is 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood, which also happens to be the top alternative streaming song. Top alternative digital sales song is AJR's Bang. And top alternative album is Taylor Swift's Evermore. On the rap charts, top rap song, 24 Karat Golden and Ian Dior's Mood, which also happens to be the top rap streaming song. Top rap album is Pop Smoke's Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Top rap digital sales song is Topher and the Marine Rapper with The Patriot. Top R&B song is The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Top R&B album is The Weeknd's After Hours. Top R&B streaming song is SZA's Good Days. Top R&B digital sales song is The Weeknd's Blinding Lights. Globally, with or without the U.S. numbers, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License is the top song in the world. 
On the Latin charts, top Latin song is Bad Bunny and Jay Cortez's Dakidi, which also happens to be the top Latin streaming song. Annual AA and Ozuna's Los Dioses is the top Latin album. Billie Eilish and Rosalia's Lo Vas a Olvidar. There, I said it right. That happens to be the top Latin digital sales song. And as always, for top Latin pop album, Selena's Ones. On the Canadian charts, top Canadian song, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License, also happens to be the top Canadian digital sales song. Morgan Whalen's Dangerous the Double Album is the top Canadian album for another week. In Korea, South Korea that is, top K-pop song is IU with Celebrity. On the UK charts, top UK song is Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. Top UK album is Bring Me the Horizon with Post-Human Survival Horror. And Nathan Evans' song Wellerman is the top UK digital sales song and the top Euro digital sales song. As always, the EDM songs and charts are all put on the EDM podcast, the free version of which drops every Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And as always, that is 4 a.m. Chicago Time, 2 a.m. L.A. Time, 10 a.m. in London, 11 a.m. in Paris, high noon in Moscow. Onward. Apple's top album. Yeah, you know. Morgan Whalen, Dangerous, the double album. Top single, as I stated earlier, Cardi B with Up, although it just became the top single. On the Spotify streaming charts, globally, in America, and the UK, it is the same exact song. It is Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License. Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License also happens to be the top song in both YouTube America and YouTube UK. As far as YouTube America's top music video, though, for another week, it's Pooh Shiesty with Back in Blood. And in the UK, the top music video is Fredo and Dave's Money Talks, which replaces Fredo's one from last week. So he replaces himself. Congratulations. And for yet another week, it's another Bollywood song as far as the top song and the top music video goes globally. It is, yet again, Ranuka Panwar and MJ with 52 Gosh Ka Daman. On the HitsDailyDouble.com top album is, yeah, Morgan Whalen's Dangerous the Double Album. And on the song revenue chart, yep, you guessed it, Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. This week, though, it drops a little in terms of money. This week, it made $223,073 U.S. dollars. And these are actually what it made in Great Britain, since this is a British chart. Weekly sales revenue in Great Britain was $15,544 on 17,100 units sold, and the streaming revenue was $207,529 on 37,292,000 streams. In other words, artists only get 
paid six-tenths of a penny per stream, just as a reminder, buy your music, if possible at least. Just in case you were trying to figure out just how much lower that is from last week, well, last week, Olivia Rodrigo made $320,583 U.S. dollars, so that's a good almost 100000 about 97000 off, give or take. On the Shazam charts, yeah, top U.S., top U.K., same song, Olivia Rodrigo's driver's license. BBC One Radio's top single, though, is Eric Pridz's Nopus, N-O-P-U-S. Meanwhile, BBC Two Radio's top single is Harry Styles' Treat People with Kindness. On the Rolling Stone magazine charts, top song, top album, top artist, yeah, you already know. Song, Olivia Rodrigo's Driver's License, 19.4 million streams. Morgan Whalen's Dangerous, the double album is top album, and Morgan Whalen is the top streaming artist with 112.4 million streams. Top trending song, though, is Billie Eilish and Rosalia's new one, Lo Vas a Olvidar. And the breakthrough artist for January... I've already said her name about 50 million times. It's Olivia Rodrigo. So congratulations. That is a nice debut from her. As far as new releases for this upcoming week, you will get, among others, Bodies of Water, Clap Your Hands, Say Yeah, Cloud, Django Django, Florida Georgia Line, Sports, and The Pretty Reckless. And that is it for Music History Today, the weekly edition podcast number 196, only a month away from number 200. Thanks for listening. Audio engineering and editing, video editing, writing, narration, catering, basically everything is done by yours truly. You can find us on our website at cjbtproductions.com. Our podcast is on all of your favorite podcast providers, such as Apple Music, Google Podcasts, CastBox, etc., etc. Look for them all under Music History Today when you search for us there. If you would like to support this podcast, our paid OnlyFans can be found at OnlyFans.com backslash Music History Today. And our Patreon can be found at patreon.com backslash musichistorytoday. We are also on Twitter at musichistoryday. And you can find us on YouTube and Spotify. Just search for us under Music History Today. Thanks for listening. Music